जहार प्रसाद प्राप्ति हे कृष्णा प्राप्ति हे पद्मावाक्य चिते ते कोरिया गुरु मुख पद्मावाक्या ते कोरिया करी हो मन दिव्य 
Vishnupadaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamiti Saraswati Deve Gurvani Pracharine Nidvishesha Sunyavadi Pashata Deshatarine Nityananda 
सहित गदार श्रीवासादी गौर भक्तवृंद
कृष्णा कृष्णा हरे 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 राम 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 हरे हरे
जगन्नाथपुरी धाम की यमुना मई की गंगा मई की तुलसी महारानी की भक्ति देवी की समवेद भक्त वृंद की ऑल गौरीश्व संबल डिवोटीज ऑल गौरीश्व संबल डिवोटीज ऑल गौरीश्व संबल डिवोटीज ऑल गौरीश्व श्री गुरु एन गौरंग ऑल गौरीश्व शिला प्रभुपात कीजिए
जय राधमाधव कुंज विहारी जय राधमाधव जय राधमाधव कुंज विहारी नमाधव कुंज जय गोपी जनाबल्लाबिवर धारी ज 
जय गोपी जाना बला गिरिवार धारी यशोदानंदना ब्रजन रंजन यशोदानंदना ब्रजन रंजन यमुनातिरावना चारी यमुनाती यमुना तेरावनाचारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज विहारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज विहारी जय गोपी जाना बल्ला गिरिवार दारी जय गोपी जाना बल्ला गिरिवार दारी गिरिवार यशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यमुना तेरावन चारी यमुना तेरावना चारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज विहारी जय राधा माधव कुंज विहारी माधव कुंज विहार जय श्री कृष्णा चेतान्या प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैता गादाद श्रीवासादी गोरा भक्त वृंद जय श्री कृष्णा श्रीवासादी गोरा भक्त वृंदा 
जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्या प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैता गादा श्रीवासादी गौरा भक्तवृंद चैतन्या हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे हरे रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे कृष्ण कृष्णा कृष्णा हरे हरे जया प्रभु पादा जया प्रभु पादा जया प्रभु पादा शिला प्रभु पादा प्रभु बाद प्रभु बाद प्रभु बाद जय जय प्रभु बाद जय प्रभु बाद प्रभु बाद जय जय प्रभु बाद इताई गौर प्रेमनंदे ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम 
नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय Today we are reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam canto 7 chapter 9 Prahlad pacifies the lord with prayers text number 3 to 5 So 3 doesn't have a purport so I'll continue till 5 Praradam preshayamasa Brahma vastitam antike ब्रह्मवस्थितेहि स्वपित्रे कुपितं प्रभुम् प्रारादं प्रेषयाम आसा ब्रह्मावस्थितमंतिके ताता प्रश्मा योपेहि स्वपित्रे कुपितं प्रभुम् थैंक यू
Word for word, please repeat. Praradam. Pralad Maharaj. Preshayam. Sorry, Preshayam Asa. Requested. Brahma. Lord Brahma. Avastitam. Being situated. Antike. Very near. Tata. My dear son. Prashamaya. Just try to appease. Upehi. Go near. Svapitre. Because of your father's demoniac activities. Kupitam. Greatly angered. Prabhum. The Lord. <coughs> Translation. Thereafter, Lord Brahma requested Prahlad Maharaj, who was standing very near him, My dear son, Lord Nashimadev is extremely angry at your demoniac father. Please go forward and appease the Lord. Text number four. Tatheti shanak kairajan mahabhagavato arbaka upetya bhuvikayena nanama vidritanjali. Nardmoni continued, O king, although the exalted devotee Prahlad Maharaj was only a little boy, he accepted Lord Brahma's words. He gradually proceeded toward Lord Nishimadev and fell down to offer his respectful obeisances with folded hands. Text number five. Svapada mule patitam tam arbakam vilokya deva kripaya pariplutaha utapyata trishni adadhat karambujam kalahi vitrastadhyam kritabhayam. Translation. When Lord Nishimadev saw the small boy, Prahlad Maharaj, prostrated at the soles of his lotus feet, he became most ecstatic in affection toward his devotee. Raising Prahlad, the Lord placed his lotus hand upon the boy's head because his hand is always ready to create fearlessness in all of his devotees. Purport. The necessities of the material world are four. Ahara, Nidra, Bhaya and Maituna. Eating, sleeping, defending and mating. In this material world, everyone is in fearful consciousness. Sada Samudvigna Dhyam. And the only means to make everyone fearless is Krishna consciousness. When Lord Nishimadev appeared, all the devotees became fearless. The devotee's hope of becoming fearless is, ch is to chant the holy name of Lord Nashimadev. Yato yato ya mitato narshima. Wherever we go, we must always think of Lord Nashimadev. Thus, there will be no fear for the devotee of the Lord. Om Gyanati Marandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Unmultamena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadar Shri Vasadi Gaur Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So chanting Lord Nishimadev's name rids one of fear. 
So fear is a part and parcel of material life. Fear is an integral part of material life. As it is mentioned in the purport, Ahara Nidra Bhaya Maithunamcha. And this is there in all species of life. It's not only for the human beings. We see all species, uh, all life forms in the material world exhibit the emotion of fear. So fear is very, very prevalent. We can see the birds are fearful. They're looking left and right while eating uh, their food. Um, so they are always worried about who's going to attack them. Is there a cat around or some human coming? So we see that fear is very, um, is prominent and it is, that is a symptom of material life. And we humans are also um, always in a state of fear, whether we admit it or not. So people say they're not fearful, but when COVID struck, everyone was extremely fearful. The whole society was captured by fear, right? So we can see how prevalent fear is, and fear is used um, by people. The, the governments, uh, politicians, they use fear, the marketing people, the media, um, in advertising, it's all about marketing is creating fear, FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. The people are fearful, I'll miss on that property. So we see fear is uh, very, very prevalent in this world. And, and that is a symptom of material life, because material life is characterized by pavarga. So the word per, per means parishram. So in material existence, one has to um, endeavor a lot. There's a lot of parishram. So we can see we have to work hard to, we have to work hard to maintain ourselves. Uh, it requires effort to, to find happiness, uh, love and satisfaction requires a lot of effort and to maintain it. It's meant to maintain the status quo requires effort. So there's a lot of parishram. And the result of that is there is fena, per per, means fena, there is form coming out of the mouth. So this is figuratively described. Uh, we see like the donkey, in India you can hire a gada, right? Kachar. For, um, if you go to like places of pilgrimage, you find donkeys there to catch a ride up the hill or to a distant place. So the donkey is um, carrying the passenger or the goods and then there is the foam coming out of the mouth of the donkey. So for us, uh, the foam is in the form of stress, anxiety. You know, this is the foam coming out from all the parishram or the intense endeavor. So that intense endeavor leads to foam in the form of stress and anxiety and so many other problems. Um, and then there is ba. So the result of all that, it leads to disappointment. No one is satisfied in this world. Because of so much intense endeavor, so because of making so many arrangements, still they are not satisfied. So we see that is a there's disappointment. The disappointment that arises due to a lack of satisfaction. And then there's bha. Bha means there's fear. So that the, the fear is there of losing everything. So there's different kinds of fear, right? There's fear due to um, 
maybe there might be immediate body harm, bodily harm, so we become fearful. There's fear of losing things, right? There's, there's all that we have accumulated due to intense endeavor and the attachment that has ensued. There is always fear of losing it. So people try to protect themselves in so many ways by setting very complicated legal structures, um, by through their wealth, through their you know, police force and military, or by creating walls around the house or the country, build a wall. <laughs> so these are all symptoms of fear. And, um, and so fear is, is part and parcel of this. Or, and there's the fear of the unknown. Right? The fear of the unknown is, is huge. People experience fear at the time of death. If there's lack of any knowledge or high understanding, at the time of death, a lot of people are fearful because there's the fear of the unknown. What's going to happen after this? I don't know what's going to happen. So it's a very um, miserable state. And then there is pavarga, right? Ma. Ma means mrityu. So these things lead to fear. So, uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam explains that this fear is due to being on the bodily platform of life. Bhayam dvitiya viniveshata syad ishad apetasya viparyayo smriti Right, so this fear um, dvitiya, that fear is due to um, absorption in something other than the Lord. So because of absorption in the bodily platform, we have forgotten our constitutional position. So that's why there's fear. So the spirit soul, by the influence of the illusory energy, um, by the Maya Shakti is covered. And due to that identification with the body, they forget who they are. Like we, like we all have forgotten. And um, right now we are trying to remember by hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam and the Shastra, by coming to temple, by in the association of devotees, we are reminded of our true constitutional position, which is Jivera Swarupoye Krishnera Nityadas, that the Jiva is separate from the body, mind, intelligence, and false ego, and the Jiva is an Amsha, right? As Krishna explains in 15.7 of the Bhagavad Gita, Mamaya Vamsha Jiva Loke. Jiva Bhuta Sanatana. Krishna is saying that you are my Amsha. You are my, forever, you are my fragmental part and parcel. You're always my fragment. You cannot lose your identity. You cannot become me. So, the, so that is our position. And we are part of Krishna. Krishna is unlimited. We are very tiny. We are very small. But Krishna is, um, is Bhagwan. He's unlimited, full of potencies. Nitya Nitya Nam, Chetana Chetna Nam. So among all Eternals, Krishna is the chief Eternal. Nitya Nitya Nam, Chetana Chetna Nam. Among all conscious living entities, Krishna is the supreme conscious living entity. Then Eko Bahu Nam, Yavadadhati Kaman. But the difference is, um, Krishna is the maintainer of all living entities. So Krishna maintains everyone. So because we have forgotten that, we are in a state of fear. Just like if a rich, if a, a child, if someone has amnesia, 
the child has amnesia or, or you know, they've, they've hit their head against something and they forget who their father is, who happens to be a very rich person. If they forget their constitutional position, they are the son of a very rich person, aristocratic person, and then there'll be an anxiety and fear to maintain themselves. But if they remember who their father is, then they won't, they'll be relaxed. They'll be peaceful. So that fear is because of forgetting our uh, constitutional position as the servant of the Lord, as Krishna's part and parcel. And on the material platform, we are trying to control everything, right? We are, we are, because we, don't, we lack this understanding, people are trying to make their own arrangements to be, uh, to be happy and to avoid distress. So because people are trying to make their own separate arrangements devoid of Krishna's plan, then there's always anxiety and stress. They're always in fear. And Prahlad Maharaj, as Srila Prabhupada is quoting in the purport, in, the, in this canto, in the fifth chapter, in the fifth verse, he says, Tad sadhu manye asurya varya dehinam sada samud vigna dhiyam asad grahat. So Prahlad Maharaj is saying, a person who has accepted a temporary material body and temporary householder life is embarrassed by anxieties. And one of those anxieties is fear. So we can see this is uh, Prahlad Maharaj is describing our position very well. <coughs> because we have accepted a temporary body and we have forgotten we are Krishna's part and parcel, we are embarrassed by so many different kind of negative emotions like fear, one of them being fear. So we are embarrassed, this is where the word used is embarrassed. The person is actually, people think they're not embarrassed, but they're actually embarrassed. So um, that is our position. Because of having accepted um, a false designation, an upadi, because of accepting these false designations, we have forgotten our position. So all these um, emotions actually come from Krishna. We see Krishna is the source of all emotions. So here which emotion is being exhibited in these verses? Anger. Anger, yes. Um, the demons were fearful, yes. And um, here Prahlad is exhibiting fearlessness and the Lord is exhibiting anger. So the, the Lord is exhibiting transcendental anger. So the Mayavadis, they think, people in the material conception of life, they think that um, how can God be angry? How, how, can, how can Krishna, Lord Nishimadev, be angry? God means all loving, so God should be peaceful. Why is he angry? But we say that uh, Krishna is the source of everything, right? So God is the source of everything. So all emotions, the source of all emotions is also God, is also Krishna. And here the Lord is exhibiting his transcendental qualities, transcendental emotions. 
So again, that was Nitya Nitinam Chetan, um, Nitya Nitinam Chetna Chetanam Eko Bahunam Yuvidhati Kama. The Krishna is the source of all emotions. He is the maintainer of all living entities. So his his um, his emotions are qualitatively and quantitatively different from us. That's the difference. So Krishna's emotions are qualitatively different. So our emotions are on the material platform, right? And our emotions are simply degrade us. So if someone is overcome by anger, that anger leads to a lot of destruction. Right? If someone, someone gets angry, um, that's why the, the Shastra says that one should control one's mind, right? That's why there is mention of mind control and emotion control, especially for men. Because if men exhibit their emotions, uh, especially the negative emotions, it will lead to a lot of destruction. So, um, so if someone gets angry, we see that it leads to road rage, or they might hit someone, they might murder someone, there's domestic violence, or they might speak some harsh words and get themselves in trouble and get punched maybe in return. So we see that uh, material emotions are, are degrading. They pull the soul down. And they bind the soul on the material platform. Whereas the spiritual emotions are uplifting. And in fact, um, so the spiritual emotions are qualitatively different. And they're beneficial. So we can see like, uh, for example, Narad Muni, he cursed the sons of Kuvera, Manigriva and Nala Kuvera. So one time, so Manigriva and Nala Kuvera are the sons of the demigod Kuvera, as you know, who is a devotee of Lord Shiva. So he's very wealthy. And because they were the sons of a very wealthy person, they most, you see, like many wealthy people, their sons, they become sons or daughters, they become spoiled, right? They end up becoming very proud. And um, they, they take shelter of intoxication and other bad habits. So that's what happened here also. So uh, Manigriva and Nala Kuvera, being the sons of Kuvera, um, they went to Lord Shiva's garden on the banks of the Mandik honey Ganges. I believe in Kailash or somewhere there. So they, they went to this garden, like a beautiful garden. You have botanical gardens here. It's a very nice garden. So there's also these small bodies of water. So there was, I believe there was a lake and they were, they were bathing in that lake. They were naked and they could hear the sounds of singing of, the sweet singing of women. So they were, they were bathing with women, having a good time. Um, and then Narad Muni happened to walk past. So as is the etiquette, when a saintly person comes, one offers one's dandavats. So they were so, um, I mean, they were, it was so, um, what's the word? They were so impudent. And they had the audacity to, um, to ignore Narad Muni. So, so much so that they didn't even bother covering their clothes. They were naked. Uh, they didn't bother covering themselves and offering any respect. So, 
Narad Muni saw that. He was very sorry for them, that they are uh, the sons of Kuvera, and they are drunk, and this is their condition. So he got angry and he cursed them. He said, all right, now I curse you to, be, to take birth as trees on the planet Earth. And you will be as trees for 100 demigod years. You will remain as trees for 100 demigod years. Um, and then one day you will see the Lord face to face and you will be reconstituted in your position as demigods and you will become devotees of the Lord. So he cursed them and he, and he went away. And then immediately they, they, they became the twin Yamala Arjuna trees, right? Um, in the place of Nanda Maharaj. So then a long time passed, they were standing as two big trees and then Krishna appeared in the material world and he was exhibiting his pastimes. So you know this pastime, famous pastime where he's bound by the ropes of Mother Yashoda to a, to a grinding mortar. And so he pulls that mortar, so when Mother Yashoda is away, he, he, he's tied to the you know, mortar with ropes. So he starts crawling and heading towards the two trees. So he goes between the trees and the mortar gets stuck between the trees and, with, with some, and he pulls the rope and the two trees, they crash. They, the, 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 he basically uproots the two trees. There was a very large, very uh, big sound. You can imagine like a tree falling, a loud, loud crackling sound. And then out came these two demigods. And they started offering obeisances and prayers to the Lord. And Krishna said, I actually knew you have been cursed by Narad Muni. Um, and I know the reason why. But he said, it's your great fortune. You have been cursed by a devotee. And due to his mercy, you have had my darshan and you're purified. So they, they got purified, they, they um, offered dandavats, circumambulated the Lord, offered dandavats. They went back to, they were reconstituted in their position as demigods. And then they, they became devotees of the Lord. So we see that the um, anger is qualitatively different. Spiritual, uh, spiritual anger and emotions are qualitatively different. So they are uplifting. And um, we even see the Lord's devotees also become angry. So Prabhupada also exhibited anger on a number of occasions. Uh, so Prabhupada one time, if you remember, there was the installation of Lord Jagannath Baldev and Subhadra in 1972 in Amsterdam. So it was a famous pastime. There was pandemonium. Um, so there was the Lord's installation. And the devotees had invited all the chief guests of the city. So all the prominent people were invited. The TV, the TV crews were there, so there was live broadcast. Um, the newspaper journalists were there to take their notes. So it was being broadcast, the, the installation was being broadcasted live. And the devotees were not prepared. They, they were um, very unorganized. And Prabhupada was there. He was installing the Lord. There, there was a yagya was to be done. And in the yagya, you know, there is, um, you offer grains, you offer bhoga, fruits. 
So the Prabhupada said, where's the fruits and, and the grains? Devotee said, uh, we didn't know we used it in the salad. <laughs> we used it in the breakfast salad or whatever meal they're serving. So Prabhupada was furious. And then he said, where's the flowers? He said, oh, we forgot to buy the flowers. We didn't, we didn't get any flowers. So Prabhupada got even more angry, you know, his eyes were widened and, and the devotees were fearful. It was like the form of Lord Nishimadev. So, um, and Prabhupada didn't care about being politi politically correct or anything. This, this, this is all being broadcast live, you know. They were getting chastised left, right and then Prabhupada said, who's responsible for this? Who's this rascal? <laughs> who's responsible for this uh, yagya? You know, where is the temple president? Call him. So then the TP came and he said, the devotees didn't listen to me and he got chastised more. <laughs> so, and then, and then they had to put Lord Jagannath Balaya Subhadra on the altar. And then they discovered that the altar is actually small. They, they, they can't, they've built the altar, but they can't put the Lord inside. <laughs> so this is live, you know, this is all going on live. So the Prabhupada was furious and then, they thought we have to do something. They quickly closed the curtain and behind the curtain they could hear all these sounds, loud sounds coming. <laughs> they were basically chopping the altar. So they're, they're chopping the altar and you know, the sounds of machinery or you know, what not going on. And then uh, they chopped the altar and they put half the altar away and then the Lord was put on the altar. And then he was worshipped and installed. So Prabhupada went ahead with the installation. So we can see the, even the Lord's devotees, they get angry um, for the Lord's service. <coughs> so anger is a, an emotion and um, anger is used, anger can also be used in the Lord's service. Generally anger is very destructive. But anger can be used in Krishna's service also. Um, when somebody is blaspheming the devotees, then we are allowed to get angry. So like um, Jagai and Madai. So Jagai and Madai had, um, had, of, had, of, had committed a grave offense by injuring Lord Nityananda. And then Lord Chaitanya, he became angry because his devotee was attacked and he was, about, he was ready to chop the head off. So Prabhupada is also getting angry to ensure that the Lord's service is going on properly. Just like at work, sometimes your boss might get angry at you if you're not doing your work properly, just to get the work done. Or the parents get angry with their kids. Um, right? If the kids are not behaving properly, then you punish them. So in this way, anger can also be um, Anger can also be manifested in the Lord's service. And one, one another time, uh, in 1975, in Hyderabad, Prabhupada was there in Hyderabad, and he had a he had a disciple who had left Krishna consciousness. His name was Devananda, <coughs> and he became Devananda Maharaj. He, he was actually awarded sannyas. But because he deviated, so he was banned from ISKCON back then. So uh, one time he came to see Prabhupada and he had grown a beard. 
he had grown a beard and he had grown his hair. He was wearing like bright orange clothes, saffron clothes. He came to see Prabhupada. And he was on he was on drugs or some form of intoxicants. And he was behaving very incoherently, like couldn't make any sense. And speaking all kinds of like just speaking in a way which is incomprehensible and making weird hand gestures and mudras and that kind of stuff in, in front of Prabhupada. And he came, he didn't even offer obeisances. So Brahmananda and uh, Shrutakirti Prabhu were there. So Prabhupada tolerated him for some time and then Prabhupada said, okay, you come back after you have shaved your head and shaved your beard like Brahmananda and then you come back and see me. And then Devananda, he got very upset and he started speaking more incoherently. And then Prabhupada said, okay, Prabhupada got furious. He said, get out. He said, take him out. And then Prabhupada was angry. Even the devotees around him got fearful. So then he was forcibly, Brahmananda Maharaj at the time, he forcibly, basically, they threw him out of the room. And he was yelling all kinds of things. So Prabhupada exhibited anger to protect this devotee from committing further offenses because he was offensive enough already. So we can see how anger is used in, in the Lord's service as well. And quantitatively, uh, Krishna is unlimited, right? Krishna is unlimited. God is unlimited. So quantitatively also, the Lord's anger is unlimited. Krishna's anger is, there's no limits to it. Here we can see in this pastime that even Lord Narasimhadev, um, he was so angry that none of the demigods dared to approach him. That's why they've sent Prahlad Maharaj forward. So as you know the pastime when Lord Narasimhadev, he appeared from the pillar and he killed Hiranyakashipu. After killing him, he decorated himself with a garland made of his intestines and there was blood on his mane and he was looking very beautiful um, and then he sat on the throne Lord Narasimhadev sat on Hiranyakashipu's beautiful throne and then the, the, dem, the, the, the wives of the demigods they were showering flowers from the top and the various demigods they came and offered prayers headed by Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva and they even sent they tried to send um, Lakshmi, the consort of Lord Nishimadev, to appease him because he was so angry. He was so angry that everyone was um, very fearful of him. And the anger of the Lord is very has very nicely been described in the previous chapter. So when um, Hiranyaka, sorry, when Lord Nishimadev appeared from the pillar, he was already angry. So his his eyes were resembling like molten gold. Have you seen molten gold? Have you ever seen molten gold? The one time I went to, um, you know you have Ballarat, what's that called? Um, Sovereign Hill. So there they, they have, um, they do a demonstration of how gold is made. Um, so they take, they take gold in its raw form and they melt it. They take a gold nugget, then they melt it, they pour it in a, in a cast iron, and then they cool it. It, it, it takes its shape. So, so when, when to melt it, they put it in the fire. 
when it reaches its melting point, they take it out and they, and they pour it in that cast iron, which has the shape of a bar. And as, you, as they're pouring it, it has this beautiful color, like molten gold, you know? Like, it's just bright yellow, shining. So that was the, 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 the color of the eyes of, of Lord Nishima Dev. Had, well, the, both his eyes were like molten gold. You can just imagine how fearful that would be. And his mane was shining, like the, a lion has a mane. A lion looks very beautiful. So the, the, the mane of the lion is to, is to make him look majestic and to intimidate the other animals. So he had this very beautiful white mane. Um, and his teeth were very sharp, like, like very deadly teeth, and his tongue was very sharp, like a razor, like a razor blade. Um, and was moving like a sword. And his ears were erect and motionless. So if you've ever seen a cat, a tiger or a lion, or even just a domestic cat, so when they're, when they're angry, they're about to attack, their ears are straight, they're motionless ears. So that's how Lord Nishimadev's ears were like that. Um, and his mouth was like, this big mouth was like a gaping mouth, was like a mountain. It appeared like the cave of a mountain, very dark inside. It's like a, it's fear, if you've ever seen a, a cave in which you can't see anything inside, it's like very fearful. You don't know what's inside, who's, who's sitting inside, which animal is there. Um, his jaws were parted, very thick. He had a short neck and a very thick neck, so very strong. And he had a huge body as if it was like touching the sky. And the hairs of his body were white, um, like the rays of the moon. And he had these arms, um, which were spread in all directions, and they were killing the various demons. So as you know, the Lord, um, he killed Hiranyakashipu, maintaining the promise of Lord Brahma. So he killed him on the doorstep. So the, the boon, the benediction he had was, he can't be killed inside or outside. So he killed him on the doorstep. He can't be killed on the land or in the sky. So he was killed on the lap of Lord Nashimadev. So the promise was kept intact. And then he can't be killed in the day or night. So he was killed at twilight in between. So he had, Hiranyakashipu had, had thought he had materially everything figured out. He had life figured out, you know. He had thought like us, we're making our various arrangements. I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll get this career, I'll get that job, that open this business, I'll save the money, and then I'll invest it like this and like that, and then I'll be safe. Everything is fine, everything is okay. <laughs> so he was calculating materially like we do. I'll, I'll make this alliance with this person, marry that person, it's favorable for my alliance, and then um, materially I'll benefit like this, and then it'll be all fine. So even the materialists are always doing their planning. They have their corporate plan, four-year, five-year plan, and the government makes its plan. And then COVID came and all their plans got thrown out. So we can see he had made his plan, and then Lord Nashimadev came, and he um, kept the promise of his devotee, Lord Brahma, and he, and, and he still 
disrupted his plan-making factory and he killed him. So after killing Hiranyakashipu, he was even more angry. So now his mouth and his mane were sprinkled with the blood. So he looked even more fearful. Now, if you've seen a lion, if, if you've ever seen a lion eating its prey, and when the lion eats its prey, you can see on Discovery or other channels. I've seen it in person, because I grew up in Kenya, and we would, um, we would go for these safaris. And sometimes we would see the lion eating its prey. The lioness would catch it and give it to the lion. And, and the lion eating and his like, mouth is covered with blood. And also usually its mane also sometimes get covered, like down here. So it's like <laughs> covered with blood. It looks very, looks very dangerous and fearful. And it is plowing in to, the, to that. Um, so I've seen it in person a number of times. So that's how Narshimadev, after killing him, Hiranyakashipu, his, um, his mouth and his mane, beautiful mane, was covered with blood. So it looked even more fearful. And his eyes got so fearful, they were molten gold, and it was impossible to look at them. So if you've ever seen an angry person, and the, you know, when someone's angry, their eyes become intense. So um, the Lord's eyes were very intense. No one, no one could dare look at them. And he was licking the edge of his mouth with his tongue. It's <laughs> like blood there. And he was decorated with a garland of intestines, which he ripped from Hiranyakashipu's abdomen. And he took his heart out and he looked at it. He looked at Hiranyakashipu's heart. He was thinking, you know, I'm residing in this heart. How come it has so much contamination? The Acharyas explained. And he took his heart and threw it away. So, um, and he was basically, he resembled, the Lord resembled a lion that had just killed an elephant. That's, that's how, that was the resemblance. And then he killed all the other demons who came to attack him. So we can see the Lord was very angry. Uh, he sat on the throne, everyone offered prayers. And then they sent Lakshmidi, who was, who said, I've never seen a form like this. And she was covered by the Lord's Leela Shakti. The Acharyas explain. So everyone can experience um, Adbhut Ras, the Ras of astonishment. And then Brahma, Lord Brahma said, okay, Prahlad, he saw Prahlad standing very near to the Lord, fearless. He said, Prahlad, please go ahead and appease the Lord. Then Prahlad Maharaj, um, being fearless, he went forward, he offered his obeisances in today's verse. And um, the Lord was very pleased with him. And he offered him his benediction by touching his hand on his head. So then how do we free ourselves of fear? We are, we have, everyone is affected by fear, right? Uh, we, all ha we all are fearful. Um, we all are fearful because there's a lack of faith. Ultimately it's due to uh, to the degree we are absorbed on the bodily platform. So how do we free ourselves from fear? It's by taking shelter of the Lord's holy name as mentioned in the purport.
So, um, we have Lord Nashimadev here on the altar. Every, every morning we sing his prayers. Um, in Mayapur, there is Ugra Nashima. So, um, we approach the Lord. And the nature of this world is, the fearful situations will be created. <coughs> if you are engaged, engaged in the preaching mission of the Lord, um, the nature of the world is such that demons will get agitated. If your preaching is getting successful, a sign of success is, now the demons are getting agitated. So that, that means something is happening. So when some people are disturbed, okay, you're doing something. Hopefully for the right reasons they're getting disturbed. <laughs> Not due to our incompetence. Um, so if it's getting successful, they get disturbed and then they create obstacles. They create obstructions. Um, and then the devotees take, take shelter of Lord Nashimadev. So they take shelter of the Lord um, and the Lord protects us from all kinds of fear because that is the nature of this world. And by rendering devotional service. And when we render devotional service, uh, chanting the holy name, doing service, then we, then we are freed from fear. Right? In the Bhagavad Gita 240, Sorry, actually, in the Bhagavad Gita 5.29, Krishna says, Bhokta Ram Yagya Tapasam Sarva Loka Maheshwaram Suridam Sarva Bhutanam Gyatva Maam Shandim Ritshati So how to, be fear, how to be free from fear or the peace formula? Bhokta Ram Yagya Tapasam Krishna says, I am the enjoyer of all the sacrifices. So all the tapasya we are doing, the yagya, the sacrifice, um, the hard work we are doing. Krishna is the enjoy. Of all lokas, Krishna says, I am the proprietor. Thank you. I'm the proprietor of all, all the planets in the universes. So everything you see, Krishna is saying, I'm the proprietor. <coughs> so we are, uh, we are thinking that we are the proprietor of what we have. But ultimately, um, it is Krishna who is the proprietor of both matter and spirit of all energies. And this material world is constituted of the material energy. So everything is, Krishna is the owner of it. He's the director. We might have the position of a director of a company or of an organization, but actually Krishna is the supreme director. The people said director, you know, we're probably the right director of this agency. Or, but actually Krishna is the director of everything. He's directing everything. Um, he's directing the weather. He's directing all the energies. Everything is, all the planets are all running in their orbit because of Krishna's order. It is under Krishna's direction the demigods are working. So, Krishna is the proprietor of everything. And then he says, uh, Suridam Sarva Bhutanam, that I am the best friend 
of all living entities. So if someone is convinced of these three points, uh, they won't be fearful, they'll be peaceful. So again, coming to the example of a person who has forgotten his rich father, if he forgets my father is my best friend, has my best wishes at heart, and my father owns, he's a very rich person, he has a lot of wealth, he's a billionaire. Um, it's like Bill Gates' son, if he forgets who his father is, or Elon Musk, I'm not sure if he has such a child, okay. Or if Gates' son or daughter forgets who their father is, and the, the father is their well-wisher, he owns so much money, and um, so if they forget that, there'll always be an anxiety. But if they remember that, there won't be an anxiety. So in, the, in a similar way, if we remember, uh, Krishna is our well-wisher, he's our best friend. Krishna has the, our best interests at heart. He's seated within the heart as the Paramatma, right? Upadrashta Numantacha. Krishna is seated. Sarvasya Jaham Hridi Sanivishto. Matta Smritir Gyanam Apohanam Cha. Krishna is saying, I am seated in the hearts of all living entities as the Paramatma. Sarvasya Jaham Hridi Sanivishto. I am seated in the heart as the Paramatma, as the friend, waiting for you to turn around and look at me. Waiting for that time. So Krishna is there, seated in a heart as a friend, waiting for us to look at him so he can guide us. And then Krishna comes as the, as the spiritual master and the devotees to help us. And if we, if we understand that all the wealth, all the resources I've been given, my body, is actually belongs to Krishna and meant to be engaged in Krishna's service, then we won't be in so much anxiety of losing it. So if someone has that deep conviction, then they won't be fearful. They'll naturally be, won't be fearful or they'll be less fearful, depending on the degree of their conviction and faith. And also, um, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, in the Madhya Leela, 26, 22nd chapter, it is said, Anukulyasya uh, Sankalpa Pratikulyasya Varjanam Rakshishyatiti Vishvasho. So, the, of the six symptoms of surrender, six items, one is uh, Rakshishyatiti Vishvasho. A devotee has firm conviction in the raksha or the protection of the Lord. So that is a symptom of, of a surrender of a, of a devotee. That the, Lord, that the devotee understands um, that, uh, that Krishna is my protector under all circumstances. All the arrangements I'm making is, is actually Krishna's arrangements. If anything, if I'm being protected, it's by the will of the Lord. So if one has that consciousness, then one is not in so much anxiety. Then one can go about life without being so stressed out. So just to sum up today's discussion, um, for the fear is a part of material life. Um, <clears throat> Ahara, Nidra, Bhaya, Maitunamcha. The fear is part and parcel of 
this material world. Um, and we are affected by pavarga, right? And um, so, and fear is due to um, due to a lack of understanding one's constitutional position, and that also all emotions are there in the Lord, and they have a transcendental quality. So, fear is coming from the Lord, and anger is also coming from the Lord, and they're qualitatively and quantitatively different from material emotions. And we can be free by connecting in devotional service to the Lord. And when we connect in devotional service to the Lord, um, we are freed from fear. And another point that I forgot to mention is that we have nothing to lose. When we engage in Krishna's service, there's nothing to lose. It's actually a good deal. So people are looking for deals, you know, online deal. Like if there's a... Black Friday or this or that, everyone is shopping. People want a bargain, they want a deal. Prabhuji, there's a good deal on this house, buy it. <laughs> so, the, 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 even Krishna consciousness is, is, the, is the good deal. Even if you do a little bit bhakti, you get so much benefit. Neha bikramo na shosti, pratyavayo na vidyate, swalpa masya dharmasya. So Krishna says, in this endeavor, there is no loss or diminution. And a little advancement on this path can save one from the greatest fear. So we see how a little bit of bhakti can also save one from the greatest fear at the time of death. Um, we see, um, what's his name? Ajamil. Ajamil took the name of the Lord. His whole life was sinful. He, he, he was married, he had a good wife, good children, faithful wife. He gave her up for a prostitute, so fallen. And then he had many kids from that prostitute. So luckily he named one of his sons as Narayan. And he took his son's name, time of death, and he got so much benefit. So we can see how from a little bit of bhakti, we, <coughs> we get so much benefit. And even if you give up bhakti, still there's no loss. Right? Still it's a good deal. Um, you might think, okay, I've given up Krishna consciousness. I wasn't dealt with properly. Um, maybe the devotees didn't treat me properly. But still, the amount of service we have done, it is to our eternal credit. As Narad Muni says, Traktva sadharmam charanam bujam harer bhajan apakvo so he says, one who has forsaken his duty, material duty, to engage in the Lord's service, may sometimes fall down in an immature stage. Yet there's no danger of his being unsuccessful. It's like if someone becomes a devotee, you know, and they've, they give up their they give up their job or, or they don't take their job seriously and they engage in service. Uh, they make a lot of sacrifices. Um, maybe they gave up taking a promotion or, or you know, furthering their business forward. But then they fall down due to some 
worldly mindedness or some offense or whatever, still there's no loss. They will continue from where they left off. So there's nothing to lose. It's all, it's all a gain only. But better to be careful. So with that, we'll end here and see if you have any questions or comments. Yes, Mataji. that Krishna is the source of all qualities and emotions like um, we have like lust, anger and greed and we also hear in lectures that um, Krishna is very eager to take us back to uh, his abode so then why does Lord Krishna make these bad qualities to um, op which are obstacles in our bhakti which stop us from going back to where we want to go back okay so question is Krishna is a source of emotion, all qualities. Um, why do negative emotions exist and why do they come in their way to go back to Godhead? Why doesn't he just take us back to Godhead? Why, why does he make it so hard for us to... Why does he make it a challenge, right? To become Krishna conscious. Good question. Um, so the job of Maya, actually as before that, all these qualities are there in the pure form. So they are in their pure, everything in the spiritual world is pure, pavitra. Um, but in the material world, it is impure. So the example given, Prabhupada gives the example of milk and yogurt, right? So um, yogurt is a transformation of milk. It is nothing but milk, right? Due to the influence of some agent, it becomes becomes yogurt. So in the same way, our, when, our, when we come in contact with um, matter, our consciousness gets transformed into material consciousness. Then those very same emotions are binding, which otherwise are liberating and pure. So why does Krishna make it hard for us to go back to Godhead and become Krishna conscious? Actually, he doesn't. Um, he he's seated in the heart. He's giving us a lot of help. He's um, he's always trying to guide us, but he wants to make sure that if we go to the spiritual world, we are who we are saying. We are authentic. You know, we are being authentic people, and we have integrity. So the Krishna has a an agency, the Maya Shakti. One of her, her job is to is to test us. That's a thankless job. So like even in the government, there's so many departments, right? There's compliance departments. Um, there's the police, there's this department, tax office, this and that. So they always, uh, like the police is doing a thankless job of um, keeping the citizens who break the laws. They're, they're doing the job of making citizens law-abiding. Right, so th that's why they enforce the they enforce the legislation to make sure people abide by it. So in the same way, the the Maya's job is to make sure we are sincere and authentic before we go back to the Godhead. So we are saying we are claiming we are authentic, but then Maya will test us. Like we're coming here and offering obeisances and saying, "Oh, Krishna, I surrender to you." You know. And Krishna says, oh really? Okay. Maya says, you're surrendered, let's, let's test. 
let's throw a challenge at you, a challenge that you should be able to handle, not something beyond your... You know, we are not set up to fail. So the challenge is, is such that Krishna, Maya doesn't set us up to fail, but a challenge is thrown to see if we are actually sincere in claiming who we are. Uh, so that's why we are tested. But, but at the same time, um, we are also given the help to, to overcome it if we decide to take it. If we don't decide to take it, then what can be done? Thank you, Prabhupada. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Uh, what is the truth is that he was uh, well done, that uh, he could not be killed in day and night, inside the house, outside the house. But the truth is also, <coughs> God found a cheeky way to kill him. Huh? So what is, is it the, is it truth is always two-sided or it depends on who's telling the truth? Well, uh, so Lord Hiranyakashipu did a lot of tapasya and he thought by my material endeavors, by my material endeavor, I can, I can create a situation where I won't die. So he thought by my arrangements, which is essentially what modern society is also doing, right? By advancement in science, by medical science, one day we will, one day a time will come when there will be very less disease or no disease and we won't die. Or if we die, we can be brought back to life. Whatever. So, so he had that mindset and he thought instead of doing R&D, this and that, I will um, approach Lord Brahma, who's the, who is in charge. So I'll approach him and I will pray to him and I will get a benediction, a boon. And if he promises, it will be upheld. So then he made his material logic and calculation. You know what that is. Um, so yeah, that's the truth. That's the fact. It happened. And then, um, and the Lord also wanted to, because his devotee promised, he wanted to uphold his devotee's reputation and his, and his word. So he also upheld that. While at the same time, uh, teaching him a lesson. So the answer is, it's all true. It's, uh, it's, it's Krishna's Leela. And um, as you might know, that Hiranyakashipu is actually Jai from the spiritual world, <laughs> who became that demon. And he wanted to also bring his devotee back home. So there's different aspects to the pastime. Yeah, Hare Krishna. And yes, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna Prabhu, thank you for the nice class. Hare Krishna. Um, earlier, earlier on you said that fear is a part of the material world. And Sorry? Like Fear, fear is, yes. is part of the material world. Yeah. And uh, like we know, everything is a perverted, perverted reflection of the spiritual world. So what is fear in the spiritual world? Oh, so what is fear? Um, I was think, trying to think of an example where the Lord is also fearful. Yeah, so the Lord, yeah, Lord is fear, fearful coming up Damodar month, right? Um, so the fear is there even in the spiritual world and um, Krishna can also get fearful and fear is there to enhance the pastimes 
So all those emotions are there to enhance Krishna's pastimes. So we can see uh, when he was Krishna was bound by Mother Yashoda to to maintain her rasa of vatsalya. He you know he became fearful, and he actually became fearful. Not that he was putting up a show, but he actually became fearful. So Krishna he forgets his position as supreme lord, and he, he you know he became his his um, devotee's son, and he took that subordinate position, and he was being chastised, tied with a rope, and he was fearful of Mother Yashoda's stick. So the answer to your question is fear is all emotions are there to enhance Krishna's pastimes, and that is an example of where the Lord was fearful also. And there's so many other examples where his devotees are fearful. When in Vrindavan the demons come, the devotees become fearful and they take shelter of Krishna, right? Who they take shelter. So they exhibit that under fearfulness they approach the Lord as their savior. And we can even see Prahlad Maharaj, he was fearless because he had taken shelter of Lord Nashimadev, of the Lord. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, thank you Prabhu. Any final question or comment? If not, thank you very much for your kind attendance. Grantraj Shrimad Bhagavatam, Ki Jai, Shila Prabhupada, Ki Jai.